Hi and welcome to Movie Wala podcast. Today we are doing a super special episode and Veronica from Canada is joining us. She's been our supporter and our number one fan on social media for a really long time. So we uh, both are so excited to have her. Thank you for joining us, Veronica. It's my pleasure. I'm so happy to be there. I hope I can live up to it being the first guest. <laughs> So oh, I'm sure you will do just fine. I mean it's new for all of us. So, you know, the way we have both been just giving a go at podcasting is we just go with the flow. We're like we had no idea when we started. So, yeah. We've had no scripts ever. We are just talking, so it's exactly going to be the same. We'll just talk about what we love, that is movies and Ranveer Singh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, today's episode we asked Veronica to pick anybody from the Hindi movie industry and it could be an actor, director, producer, anybody at all and she chose Ranveer Singh and such a great choice. Veronica tell us why did you pick Ranveer Singh? Well, it's interesting cuz I um so when I started watching Hindi movies, so I'm in Canada, so that's not something I grew up with. I mean, people can't see me cuz it's a podcast. I'm a white french speaking woman like i'm not uh, anything rem- that's not something i grew up with so i started watching hindi movies like on netflix canada and everything they had was shahrukh khan and i kept hearing about ranveer singh and i i just didn't know who that guy was and his movies are pretty much not on netflix where i am and so i started hosting a bollywood movie night at my house and i'm like well let's start with the movies of ranveer singh because i don't know them and i had to go and buy them on apple and that gave me kind of an excuse to go buy movies and um, and yeah so i started watching his movies and i re- i really i just thought he was a great actor and also um i find that he has a great sense of um of the the roles that he picks and the movies that he picks and so it's been an interesting journey of discovery and i don't know when this podcast will be released but it's being recorded like uh, maybe a month after he released gully boy and yesterday were the film fair awards so it, this is the day after the film fair and i think he won best actor for padmavat so so i think it's a, it's a, as good a time as any to record about uh, the work of ranveer absolutely so i have two questions one no i have one statement and one question the statement is like i don't trust film fair awards even though he won and i'm happy for him it doesn't mean anything to me because uh unless he won a national award or some like really special jury award where i trust the jury i'm not going to trust this what do you say flo i think it's partly because of uh, you know because we grew up in india and we know how these awards are done and you know we're kind of a little cynical towards it and uh, because we know that people at least they used to actually buy awards and all you need to do is you know go to the person who's sponsoring the award and tell them that you know i'll I'll be there at the award function and just give me an award and you will get an award. So I think that's maybe the reason why we are so cynical. But you're right to an extent. I totally trust National Film Award that is given by the President of India. Uh, but this yeah, I'm a little cynical. But Ranveer Singh for Padmavat, I'm not sure, but Ranveer Singh for other movies that he has done, I think he totally deserves this award <laughs> if not for Padmavat, you know. Right. Yeah. So my question which I was going to ask Veronica was like which was the first Ranveer Singh movie you watched? So the first Ranveer Singh it was uh, Band Baja Barat. Okay. Yes. All right. So so, so that yeah. was his first movie. So when yeah. I when I scheduled my movie nights I went with uh, in order of release. So that's the one we started okay. with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and what did you think about him like that being his first movie? 
So as I said, like when I started watching his movies, I knew very little about him. And so it was kind of a, a bit of a clean slate. Like I didn't watch it knowing what I know now mm-hmm. about his career path and, and what he's come to represent um, in terms of like how big a star he is. Like I didn't really know how big a star he was back then because that was just last summer. Right. Yeah. And um, and so I found him very interesting and uh, a good actor, but I didn't really have a sense when I watched that first movie, how versatile he would turn out to be, right? Like it's, right. It, it was something that I found interesting to rewatch Ban Bajabarat after I'd watched other of his roles where he's playing a very different character and he's tapping into a very different side of his personality. That's when I found it really interesting to rewatch and say, oh, wow, like what I've been able to tell back then, what, what, it, what it would become, basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's the same as you, except for the fact that, you know, I, I watched it when, it when the movie came out, Ban Baja, in 2010. So for me as well, for everyone, that was his debut movie. So we had no idea what he was going to turn into. You know, so when I watched the movie, it was exactly like Veronique, how you watched it because you had no idea what he had done later and this was your first movie of his so I was super excited for him because when I watched the movie I mean the movie is not a great movie it's not a classic but it was a fun movie and this guy stood out we had never heard of him we had never seen him because he's not one of those uh, star kids so to say so it was exciting you know to see him and I was like oh let's see what you know what he had what he does next and you know how he moves along so I think for me as well I think for a lot of people in India when we watched him for the first time we had no idea how he would turn out to be now he's a superstar but at that point we had no idea how his career is going to be so that was interesting yeah same I would say the same for myself and in fact you know how even people who are not star kids, but there is some buzz around big uh, production house mm-hmm. movies, especially if they are Yashraj or Dharma, even if they are no, you know, they don't have a backing of a family, you'll know somebody's coming or some movie thing like how there's one student of the year and I don't even know who these girls are, one of them, you know, not from a family of a movie industry, but you know about her. But Ranveer, uh, when you saw him, I was like, there was no buzz about him. You had no idea. And then I think I watched this movie probably a week later after it released and my family had already watched it and they were like, go watch it, go watch it. And I was like, okay, relax, I'll watch it. And then I was blown away because he, A, he got the nuances of Because he's from Mumbai and he's playing somebody who's from Delhi. And this is two stark opposite people. Like you can tell, you know, and he was able to do that. And for the longest time, I thought he was from Delhi. And then I realized he was not. Yes. The way he says things, his body language. And that's something probably I want to talk about more later. Because after watching all of these three movies, I was like, oh my God, this guy changes his body language. But in this movie specifically, he's got this swagger like a Delhi boy. He talks like a Delhi boy. He talks, he's, uh, how do you say feku in English? Basically, he just shows off, like trying to be bigger than he is, like bigger personality. That's a lot of Delhi guys or even a lot of guys who are not from Delhi, but they come to Delhi and they become that. I don't know. You're so right. Uh, like you was you mentioned, for me, Ranveer Singh, I had no idea he grew up in Bombay because that's the first movie that we watched and that was a Delhi boy, right? Even now, it takes me always a second for me to re- go back and think that, oh, he's actually from Bombay because I still think that he's from Delhi. That's yeah. how good he was. Yeah, his characters are like he embodies them. And, you know, we can talk about it more once we're talking about all the other movies. But yeah, this was such a good movie. And I did not, I watched it again last week. And I didn't think this is the work of a newcomer. Mm-hmm. He had 
like his emotions are on point he's able to emote everything i was like good job ranveer because now i feel proud of backing him all these years because now i can go back and feel like you know i backed the right horse because he was a good one from the beginning that's true and i also found like i was rewatching that movie um well it's a movie i watch regularly it's one of my uh, feel good movies like if i want to zone out and just have a good time and it's friday evening and i don't want to think too much like that's the movie i watch uh, well one of a few and um and i was noticing the last time because you were mentioning delhi those those are towns i've never been to but I found that Delhi was very much a character in in the yeah. movie like it's it's got depiction of of the street food and the student life and the transportation and the traffic and and everything and also the class and I think that's um that's something watching a lot of Hindi movies I realize like the um, in Delhi like the the separation of the classes is mm. is quite stark and so so that's something also that was reflected in the movie that I've really really appreciated yeah, yeah. It is a good movie. It has repeat value, definitely. Like I've watched it a couple of times over the past uh, eight, nine years that it's been out, and it definitely has a lot of good nuances. Even like the home, the way the Anushka Sharma's home is, it's a very true to life middle class family yeah. home. There's a scene where she's making her hair or putting on makeup, and the mirror has a crack that is so true because people usually just live all their lives with yeah, that don't they, there's a sticker on the mirror that you know when a new mirror is bought it usually has this really annoying paper sticker which never would go off unless you literally scrub it and nobody does it and it stays on for generations on that right. mirror <laughs> that's how it was so you're absolutely right delhi was definitely a character but the director is from delhi so he you know mm. he did a good job of translating that culture mm-hmm. all right moving on to the next movie veronic pegged lutera mm-hmm. came out in 2013 and this was his third release so veronic why did you pick this movie and what did you like about it so this is not a movie i expected to like because i kind of knew it would not have the happiest of endings like i don't want to i don't know if you do spoilers or not i don't remember oh. but Without spoiling the ending, you kind of know by the middle of the movie that there's not going to be a happy ending. Like, you know, it's there's no way this story ends with everybody going home happy because it's a it's really a drama. It's a very typical um almost like Shakespearean or and and so I went into it with a mentality of like, well, I got to watch Ranveer Singh's movie, so there we go because I don't usually enjoy movies that don't end well. <laughs> and i was just so smitten by everything in that movie and even the ending didn't it didn't bring me down the way i expected it would there's almost like a happy ending before the ending it wraps everything up you know there's no other way this could possibly end and you're kind of okay with it and so it's it's a bit it's a bit magical in that way like from um from the way it was written and and directed and um and and the visuals i mean this movie is one beautiful thing after the, like this is nothing that is not gorgeous in that movie like nothing <laughs> so i yeah absolutely agree i i watched it last night and i was like oh my god every frame is like poetry it's like it just translates it's fluid and you know one of the observations i made was like the movie actually starts in spring and it ends in winter mm-hmm. so you go through all the seasons and seasons of love and seasons you know uh, literally seasons yeah. of life and yeah so you're absolutely right the movie's 
cinematography and the treatment and also the way um, the era is shown that you know we just got independence and how india looked at that time naturally you know i wasn't alive but from whatever uh, information i have or what i've seen it seems so true and you know even the reference they're making to devanand i'm like oh god this is so good again i think a lot of the credit for that goes to the director and the writer but uh, talking of ranveer singh again uh, one thing i noticed in the movie was that he doesn't have many dialogues in lutera you literally probably you can count on two hands how many times beeps so he's emoting it's a 2 hour 10 minute movie and he's just talking through his eyes and his expressions and one specific scene that stood out to me okay so spoiler alert people who have <laughs> this movie it's about time uh, so you're not a ranveer singh fan if you haven't seen this movie Oh, I I bear no uh, responsibility of spoiling it. <laughs> Not come back after five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how can we discuss the emotions without talking about? It? So anyway, so he's walking towards the cop, and you know he's going to surrender. Uh, this is before he decides to go back. Like you know, he's uh, she's just asked him to leave, and he's walking, and he has this expression of burden, and really he's. confused and you can see on his face that he's carrying a huge burden and then in that split second he looks at the oh sorry not the cop his friend has come to save him so he has a choice of t- going to that friend who will get him out of here and he'll like get away from the cops or he can go back and as soon as he sees the friend he decides he turns around and he doesn't smile so it's not like you see the change in expression by smile he just his face just softens and you know that the burden has lifted i'm like oh my god give this guy some oscar for this because it was so subtle and throughout the movie he hasn't said much and i was like blown away i think this is hands down his best performance even better than gully boy having seen gully boy just now i think this because here he's not this person who's battered he's not this character you know you feel sorry for under any circumstances so to feel pain for such a person he did a really good job i mean he's not a likable character right he's a con man and you're not supposed to like him but it's ranveer singh who brings so much to this character and you end up empathizing with him and you know you are rooting for him which normally doesn't happen when there's this con man uh so yeah it's a classic and i don't know i have no mm-hmm. words for classics <laughs> like, yeah no it's it is like it is a typical like um i was i was reading something about like typical bollywood movies or typical hindi movies and they say oh there has to be like a well a rain scene a, a train scene and an untimely death and a love triangle so i don't know if this one had all of these but but it is very typical in that like the emotions are are big and um, and i i really appreciated that about it and and the chemistry also between ranveer singh and sunakshi sinha is is quite fabulous like like not a lot of words there's not a lot of words going on and you can feel their relationship and you can always feel him on the brink of of flipping right from yeah. from bad to good to and good. i think that's what that's what keeps us so engaged uh, yeah. is that is that we're just like uh oh, we're always like he's going to flip he's going to flip and and it it he really takes you all the way to the end not knowing whether you know he's with her or with his former life as a as as a con robber uh, yeah, yeah as a con man and it's it's just um that's something also like as Ren, Renfrew Singh does so well is that he really disappears into his roles uh, and so so that's that's something that and you just 
mistake him for his character. Like I find that there's actors like Shah Rukh Khan, for instance, you can never forget you're watching Shah Rukh Khan. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what makes him so endearing in many ways. It's like Shah Rukh Khan plays X, right? Whereas Ranveer Singh just disappears into his characters and you, you forget who you're watching. And that's another, like a, another part of his talent that I really appreciate mm-hmm. and, and really on display in Lutera for sure. Yeah. You're absolutely right because yeah. Ranveer has that quality. In 2019, we saw Gully Boy, and when I was watching the movie, I forgot that it was Ranveer Singh, which is hard to do because 2019 he is a superstar. You know, it's hard to do that, but he does that. And- I saw that um, in um, Gully Boy and in Lutera. I was reading the I was reading about both movies, and those were two roles that he wasn't sure he would take because he would he couldn't relate to the character, and so he done, he's done a lot of studying mm-hmm. to take on these roles and I find that those are the roles that he that he does best because there's that study and that like he you can't get complacent like he has to keep keep it up the the entire time to stay consistent and so yeah there's definitely parallels between Gully Boy and his role in Lutera in in how much he becomes the character and I also feel like this was an unusual choice especially since he had only done this and Ricky versus Lady versus Ricky Behel So, you know, to choose this as your third movie where you know that everything is going to be a little more somber, a little more subtle, and there is no off the top. Like in Ladies versus Ricky Bell, he's literally jumping around. He's mm-hmm. like this, you know, um, Casanova or whatever. And Ban Baja Bharat, he had, you know, equal. 50% of the movie was his and he had a lot of uh, opportunities to show his, you know, this flamboyance and mm-hmm. dance his heart out yeah and I feel in Lutera he also gained some weight because I could tell like he had and I felt like that was true to that time you didn't have skinny abs you know people in yeah. 1940s 50s. 50s like even Devananda or Dilip Kumar or anybody at that era they were not skinny or whatever so I felt like he actually put on good amount of weight and he looked his body looked fuller and you know he looks that uncle type of person <laughs> with his hair combed back and you know naturally we talk a lot about natural look for women, but also for men because they're so vain now, especially in movies. Everything's about their looks and style and, you know, uh, all of that stuff. So I felt he has two personalities, one which he gives 100% and then one he gives the media and all these PR machineries. It's like, hey, you can play with this and make whatever money I can through this flamboyance and then I'm going to save all my emotions for movies. Yeah, that's well put. Yeah. <laughs> you want to add all- it? Because I can't stand him off movies, you know, off the movies. Like when he's giving his interviews and everything, I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I I like him a lot, but I just can't watch his interviews because he's but just slow, too loud a, for me. <laughs> you're a very tough critic. You don't like half the people and their interviews. <laughs> like, Flo is a very harsh critic when it comes to people offline. I've really heard her praise any celebrity. Well, yeah. there they're definitely human. You can really see their humanity when they're off screen and you're like, oh yeah, I don't think I'd get along well with that person. (laughs) I think I would be friends with Ranveer in real life. Like I would, yeah. I think he would be my kind of friend. Like, What about you, Veronique? Would you be his friend in real life? Well, I think so. And here's why. Because I saw him in um, 
what was it? It was uh, Ranjiv Masan, like his uh, actors roundtable this mm. year. And he was with other actors. And I found him very willing to give other people, like let other people talk. And he would ask questions of the other actors, right? And so it would have been, I think, an actor of his stature. And he's young too, right? And so it would have been, I would have expected him to be more like, watch me, listen to me. I'm the biggest star around this table. And and quite the opposite. He was quite willing to redirect questions to the other actors and, and learn from them. And, and, and well, how do you figure this out? And and so that that he seems to be showing an, a level of self-awareness that is maybe not... Well, I mean, it's not usual for an actor that big, right? So I don't, I'm not saying he's perfect, but I think we could have a good conversation yeah. and um, and we could probably be friends. Yeah. Okay. I will be <laughs> friends with him if he says he'll bring Deepika. Oh, of Whenever course. Whenever we meet. But, but you don't like her offline either. Yeah, but I feel like now she's kind of growing on me offline. <laughs> but, but I still but, don't follow her on Instagram because she's boring. Uh, but I think interviews, I'm kind of beginning to like her. Okay. Uh, but it's funny you said that Rajiv Masan interview because actually I felt he was very interruptive in that interview and there were times because I'm a big Pankaj Tripathi fan as well and there were times when Pankaj Tripathi was trying to say something and Ranveer would just continue being a fanboy and I'm like hold it keep it off screen like be a fanboy in your own time let me listen to Pankaj right now so I felt like he he could have you know let people complete their sentences and uh, I get he was like kind of being their fanboy, but I felt like it was taking away from what I wanted to listen from other people. Yeah, right. that's true. It, it just reminded, I mean, while you were saying that, I was reminded of an interview I found, like I was like on the on YouTube, like in the big black hole that is YouTube. There's an interview and it's, I think it's Ranjiv Masan, I don't know, I'm not sure, who interviews Shah Rukh Khan and Brad Pitt. And he has yeah. both. And yeah. Brad Pitt has no idea who, like, he thinks he's the biggest star. And you can really see it in the conversation. And I'm watching it going like, oh, poor guy. Like, he, like you're, you're just worldwide. Your fame has nothing to Shah Rukh Khan's fame worldwide, right? And so that, that's why I, I found, like, when, when I, see, I saw Ranveer saying in, that in, in, in a similar interview with other actors, I thought, oh, yeah, like, he's aware that he's amongst uh, his peers, even if yeah. some of them haven't made as much money as he has, he knows that some of them have yeah. more experience and more creds, uh, acting creds than he does. So. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. All right, moving on to the third pick, uh, Veronica Peek played Dil Dharakne Dao. Yay. Yes. So what <laughs> did you like it. about that? Yeah, go on. I, I think I loved everything about that movie. It's just a great... And and so in I think in the... Um, in the timings of the movie, Ban Bajabarat and Lutera are when Ranveer is not yet a star. And I was reading like on Wikipedia, they put Gunde as the movie that made that sort of pro- propelled him to the superstar status. So there's like the before Gunde and after Gunde. And um, and Dilda Daknido was... Um, was a movie that where he comes in as a superstar as part of a superstar cast. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of one of them. And um, and once again, I find that he finds his place quite well in that ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. And um, and that whole movie is just, I mean, I love Zoya Akhtar and, um, and I love the writing, I love the acting, the chemistry, the brother and sister chemistry between Ranveer and Priyanka 
is very unique. It's rare that you see siblings um, that that get along and also sibling and they have this really nice um uh, at some point there's a scene where they're on the boat and uh, Anil Kapoor has a toast and the entire family's around the table and the brother and sister are are playing out what he's going to say uh, in advance and and that scene between Priyanka and Ranveer is just priceless mm -hmm. it's uh, I just love everything about the movie <laughs> yeah Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you. What do you think, Flo? That is one of my favorite movies. I keep going back to and now that it's on Amazon, I just keep watching it whenever I feel, you know, because I feel like Indian movies we don't get a lot of dysfunctional families done well and I love dysfunctional families. <laughs> so I read a lot of, you know, books that I read are all dysfunctional families. So I've always had to go to like Hollywood for dysfunctional, you know, to get my fix of dysfunctional families. <laughs> So when I saw Dil Dhadakne do I was like oh my god it's my movie in my language and it's dysfunctional families you know it's something that I can totally relate to and so yeah that movie obviously is my favorite and speaking of Ranveer Singh and I think he had done Gunde with Priyanka Chopra and mm -hmm. you know they were they were paired against each other right like they were mm -hmm. a couple I think opposite yeah other, yeah yeah opposite each other uh, so to see them here as siblings and it was so natural the transition you know it's kind of a tricky thing to do but i thought they did it so well and and he was amazing he was such a good brother he was yeah. yeah i felt his performance was again very giving like there was you know he was one of those people who found his place like veronica said in the ensemble cast without having to you know uh, overact or try to one up the characters he was very happily in the background for so many scenes just giving one odd reactions like making faces giving an eye up or rolling his eyes and that was enough to make an impact like and so when in the end towards the big climax when he does burst you know that makes an impact because throughout the movie he's been this pushover kind of a mm. person younger brother and yeah younger brother he's there you can tell that he's there supporting he's doing the best he can and he doesn't feel like he has much say in the family dynamics being the youngest so but he plays it so well and then I also loved my favorite my favorite is the uh, song between Anushka and Ranveer which they you know they're dancing the you know the dance is so it's acting via dancing like you know the way he's giving those uh, expressions and making the movements as like you can totally understand their relationship the kind of you know uh, how he feels about her and you know what kind of naughty fun person he is and you can also see that he can't be this person with his family but he's mm. getting to be this person with anushka that was amazing and uh, again going by just he doesn't have any dialogues in the beginning there's a scene where he you know when her, he's giving a presentation but he's not able to do a good job and anil kapoor has to take over so his face just is like this and then it goes like really like like a balloon that air mm. goes out of and that's it and then you can tell that you know he just feels disheartened and he feels yeah. like a loser and i'm like so now having rewatched all these movies again thanks to veronic it was amazing i felt like he his mastery lies in catching emotions even when there are no words he can just mm. say things and you know yeah. exactly what he's saying because i remember even people you know when they speak of him offline in interviews like zoya akhtar and deepika they always say that you know as much as the flamboyant character that we see off screen of him they always mention that he's very sensitive and he's very intuitive you know so when he's with people he kind of immediately you know knows how to handle them and how to talk to them so i think that is what also makes him a great actor so when he plays a role i feel like you know he kind of 
looks at the whole scene and you know he looks at the characters around him and he kind of picks off on that and you know plays it accordingly i think and that's what makes him a good actor i feel mm-hmm. you know yeah i agree he's also I, and we didn't talk about this he's also a phenomenal dancer all his dance numbers in in any movies that we watch and uh, are are just he's just great to look at you can see that he's right up there with the dancers like they're not making um adjustments for him like he's mm. he's killed and and you can see that also in in Dilla Dacnido um in all the dance numbers and the music numbers and it's another thing i really appreciate about Zoya's movies is that the dance and music numbers are part of the story mm. like that's mm-hmm. something i think i think it's something that her brother sort of started with Dilchata hey when when like the the music numbers were not taken out mm. of the of the narrative they're just part of it and that's one thing with Dilda Dacnido is that they they're doing their dance number but they're also still in the story which sort of probably adds you know a layer of acting to the acting they're already doing so it's yeah, uh, yeah and again in this as well he can, he uh, changes his body language so you can tell this guy is from bombay mm. this guy is not from delhi and he's got this you know if, if you know how different people react you'll catch it on and you can tell he's like rich and that was a good uh, especially after lutera then dildhadakne do like they're completely different people set in different times set in different even mm. class and he just becomes that yeah. person and if you want to put, you know put him in a box it would be a uh, band baja would be a west delhi boy and dildhaknido would be a south delhi boy you know yeah 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 and he does both so well imagine it's the same person and yeah, yeah he does such a great job right so that makes me want to ask like what do you think about his competition who do you think is you know at par with him or he you know right now currently in competition with yeah it, that's that's a good question i've always been wondering since i started watching bollywood movies like right now we have the three khans uh, salman sharukh and uh, amir and they're on like they were at the top and now they're they're seem i mean by <laughs> by the movies they've been releasing lately seem to be on the down you know uh, on the way down and i always wondered like if i was to replace the three khans by by somebody like three others like who's coming up to replace them and um and I don't know if I if I can name anyone like I don't know if Ranveer will ever have or if you think of Amitabh and then Shahrukh and then is it Ranveer who's coming after like is he the one who's going to who's coming after them to replace take that sort of top of the world I don't know who's this competition and I don't know who like if he's ever going to have that kind of dominance because i think people's tastes in movies and actors are widening and we can see with people like ayushman kurana vicky kaushal coming up like i don't know if these guys are ever going to reach that level of fame that sharukh amitabh have, have have achieved because now there's more people there's more variety in people's taste in movies and people ta- people's taste in actors so i don't know if one actor is ever going to be taking over like world dominance or bollywood <laughs> dominance the way these guys have I, if there was one that would be ranveer i think because he's he's got it all he can dance he can act he can and he's got also a very good sense like i said at the beginning of the roles he's taking if he keeps being careful and also not just careful but smart i think it's if he keeps being smart about the roles he takes i think 
he can become, he can really stand at the top by himself with no competition. Mm. Because if I, I was thinking Ranbir, maybe Ranbir Kapoor, but he's starting to be really typecast in the, like the grown baby man type of thing. (laughs) And, you know, like when I think about other, other actors his age and generation, I don't know if anybody's like approaching his level of, of, um, of fame, but also of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like versatility. I don't know who's this competition. What do you guys think? What do you think, Flo? Competition. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know if he has, uh, you know, anyone that is a competition because right now everyone is doing such varied roles. Uh, so I really don't know. And he has worked with all the best directors that you can possibly work with, right? Barring maybe Vishal Bhardwaj. I think he hasn't yeah. worked with him. Yeah, barring that. So I really don't know who's a, who could be a potential competition. Maybe Vicky Kaushal. few more people like mm. this. Joy and Sujay yeah. Ghosh. And who was that? Surjit Sarkar. Sujit Sarkar. All right. Yeah. So he has a yeah. few more directors on his list that he needs to work yeah. with. Yeah. So I don't know who is a competition. I think Vicky Kaushal is a good, it would be a good competition to him because Vicky Kaushal is also very versatile mm. and very intelligent about the roles that he picks. Uh, so, and he's not afraid of taking like s- supporting actor roles and then lead actor roles and, mm. and go back and forth. So maybe he's coming up, but we'll see. Uh, there's this uh, talk that, that movie yeah. that's, gonna talk, uh, that's coming where they're both in, maybe seeing them side by side will, will give us yeah. a better idea of if they're yeah. on the same. Uh, yeah. I think in that Vicky Kaushal is playing the great character and uh, Ranveer is the good person, good character. Switching it from because he just did a great Mm. character, like a not even great, was a dark character in (laughs) Padmavat. Yeah. I mean, of course, I don't think that right now it's hard to say who's everybody's everybody's competition, right? Whoever's in business is your competition. Doesn't Mm. matter when they came or how old they are. But they've always been pitted against, like Ranbir and Ranveer have always That's been pitted joke. against her. <laughs> also, because those are the only two people who came yeah. 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they are the two people who came, like, he came in 2008, Ranbir, and he came in 2010. So, two years apart. But there's nobody else you can recall. I'm, I'm sure Ayushman and all also came around that same time, but they are not considered into the same star, star category. I mean, Ayushman is getting there slowly. Because stardom is, at least in India, is like by when you go to a small town or village, do they recognize you? Because you can be really big on social media, you can be really big everywhere. But even now, when you go to smaller towns in India, people will only know Salman, Shah Rukh, Amir, Akshay, these five people. So they'll only go to the movie and watch your, uh, for a movie, if they know your name. You know, you can be as big as, I'm sure, I'm so sure, even in smaller, people don't know who Vicky Kaushal is, like, or who Ayushman is. So I think Ranveer and only other person who's reaching there is Varun. Varun, mm. right. Yeah. yeah, so these are the two people who are able to kind of go deeper in not just stay within the first year, second year cities. So in terms of stardom, I think they are pushing it more. Mm. And I think Ranbir, even though I do like him, I don't have anything against him, but I think he's been left far behind because of his poor life choices and poor movie choices, both together. So I don't know what what his next movies are going to be and if they're going to be at par. But Ranbir is already left him so far behind for him to catch up. I think he needs to give like four or five good movies which yeah. have like how Veronica said versatility for it to count in yeah. my opinion. I yeah, I don't know what they're afraid of. It's like uh, it's like uh, Shah Rukh Khan, Salman Khan right now. They, they're just picking movies from their 
from people they know or their friends or like I don't know how they pick their roles, but they've yeah. been like they've been wrong all the time. And it's just like there's so much momentum you can lose before you become irrelevant, especially when you're young, right? So right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So we already spoke about, I kind of wanted to talk about stardom and talent, but we kind of spoke about it <laughs> already. So um, other than these three movies, of course, we already, we know we all like Gully Boy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have basically just left uh, Sanjay Leela Bansali movies <laughs> left to discuss. <laughs> Did you watch them, Veronica? So I didn't watch all of them. I I have to say I'm very uh, embarrassed by that. I've watched Ram Leela. I've bought Bajiro Mastani, but haven't watched it yet. <laughs> so it's in my iTunes. And Padmavat, I just saw, was on Amazon Prime. So mm-hmm. I've only seen Ramlila, from, uh, which, like I said, is a bit embarrassing. But, um, but that's, that's that. Love that movie. It's just, yeah. uh, it's just great. I mean, Did you watch Kill Bill? There is a movie called Kill Bill out there. I've, I've heard it was really bad and not worth my time. And I have so much Bollywood to catch up with that I don't right. waste time on movies people say are not worth watching. So yeah. Biffy Grey and uh, Kill Dill, I haven't watched, no. Oh, but I would highly recommend uh, Biffy Grey. Oh, really? Mm, oh, yes. Not a yes. popular opinion there. It's an unpopular opinion because basically, I know Anupama Chopra liked it and she gave, uh, I think, three and a half stars and people are still after her life. <laughs> They're like, how can you give it to her? But I keep, uh, so I texted Tanvi. I was like, Tanvi, you know what? I have to make a confession. I really like Bayfik Ray. And she texted me back saying that, oh my God, me too. <laughs> So I think um, it's a, you know, um, it's a different genre. I think the movie didn't get go down well because it came out of Yashraj and that because it was directed by Aditya Chopra. You know, people are always comparing DDLJ to everything he ever does. And I don't, I mean, as unfair and fair it is, like he's reaping the fruit of doing DDLJ. So he has to bear the brunt of doing it as well. It's like a rom-com sex comedy. So if you know that it is a rom-com sex comedy and go with that mindset, you're going to enjoy it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the movie. I mean, of course, there are cliches, there's sexism, there's misogyny, but that's in all the Hindi movies. If we went by that uh, criteria, we'll not be able to watch any Hindi movies. (laughs) So I, you know, you have to like kind of be like, okay, I'm going to take this hard pill. But with that said, how much can I enjoy it? It It's a... I watched it twice and I'll happily watch it again. It's a cute movie. Think, have you watched it, Veronique? No, no, I haven't watched it, but I saw it. Uh, we just got Prime. And so now that that's opened a whole new world of Hindi movies that are not on Netflix to me. Yeah. So my there goes my, uh, my free time. But uh, yeah, so maybe I'll give it a try on your recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah you won't be disappointed. Yeah, it's pretty harmless, easy yeah. to Sunday afternoon kind of a movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I did see like you were asking about Bansali, and I did see Ram Leela. That's right. one of those, and it it was kind of funny because I showed it uh, at my Bollywood movie nights, which are attended by mostly people who don't know Bollywood, and I felt really bad because because of the I'm like ah, yeah that's there you go it's a sad ending but uh, it's a beautiful movie <laughs> so so that was that but it was it's a stunning movie Ram Leela. Yeah. It's definitely um, in terms of my aesthetics is definitely the kind of movie I just loved watching. Yeah. I was just going to say, that's a, that's a really good movie too. And also, I'm always partial to adaptations well done. Uh, and this is kind of a Romeo Juliet adaptation in an Indian context. And it's done really well. And yeah, I liked it too. And they fell in love during this making of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
and actually to say like lutera and uh, ramlila came out the same year so you know to talk about versatility and giving you know two different polar opposite movies one came out earlier in the year another one came out later in the year but still uh, that's something when i watch ramlila like i you watch lutera and you watch band bajabarat and and the question like would we have been able to see his stardom in those two movies i don't know he's definitely very good but are, can you predict like oh this guy is going to be a star no but you watch him in ramlila and he's he's definitely getting into that space of like watch me here i come right, right? Yeah. yeah and his his body's like a character in that movie yeah. but uh yeah it's so a work of art in that movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure they made up the abs like i'm sure they had like a makeup artist that was just like highlighting the abs yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. i i am not complaining about that <laughs> oh no me neither <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs> So, all right. So, I think that's all I had. Anything else anybody wants to add? I'm so curious about your Bollywood movie nights. Could you tell us a bit more about it, like how you started it? Well, it's kind of it's it kind of started out of nothing. Basically, I started watching Bollywood movies, and I thought they were great. And I lived in the country, like I was uh, an hour from the closest city, and so I. I was always watching them by myself and then when I moved into back to the city I thought that would be a nice way to meet people that like that movies or that, that like those movies or maybe just introduce them to my friends so I'm not just by myself talking about Ranveer Singh and then everybody ignoring me on Facebook because they don't know who that is and so so I just started hosting them at my house and I would put like a Facebook ad on my profile and on some groups that I knew like so not like completely public but still groups and um and then some people who had never watched bollywood were intrigued and started coming and also some people who knew all the movies started coming so it was so i made some friends um in the indian community that just come to watch like the old classics so right now we're going through the movies of shahrukh khan so we've watched ddlj and kuch kuch hota hai and but then i i so i was able to meet new friends and then introduce my old friends to new movies so it's been a lot of fun i just do it out of my house we put a projector put it on the wall and uh, and sometimes i make food but sometimes i don't have time so so it's just a social opportunity to to yeah meet yeah. meet people and see people and i think um and if you end up liking bayfikri then maybe we should do a podcast again Oh, definitely. Yeah. We could have a podcast theme like unpopular choices. I'll totally yeah. be down for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. All right, on that note, I think we should end the podcast. It was so good having you on our first guest episode, Veronica. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a it was a real honor to be the first guest. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we are still on our break. Uh we'll be back with our next season. We don't know yet, but in the meantime, please keep in touch with us on social media, on Twitter at @moviewalapod, on Instagram at @moviewalapodcast, and we'll see you guys soon. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.